Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I'm your host today. And I'm excited to have with me Justin Peake. Justin is the chair of the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation. Justin, good morning. Good morning, Brett. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. When I prepare to chat with people, I always like to kind of dig into their background a little bit and okay. look at some things. So you're a you're a local kid. You went to high school at Uni High and then went to USD. Yes, sir. Been here. Last year was thirty years. 30 years. Very nice. Of course, we're talking today about the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation, but by profession, you are a certified financial planner. Yes. And I think last year was a pretty epic year for you. You uh, you kind of branched out and started your own uh, peak wealth uh, something. It was, a, it was a busy year. It yeah. was a good year. Yes. After 17, 18 years at a fantastic national company, broke free and launched our own firm to to do more for more people. And it's called Peak Wealth. It is Peak Wealth. Very nice. Congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much. That's a big step. Uh, and I know it's an exciting one. You and I chatted um, back at that time. Yep. And, and I recollect you saying that was kind of a lifelong dream. It is. It is. It's been fantastic. Yeah. No, thank you for, for asking. Yeah, Absolutely. We're here to talk about the Charitable Foundation. Yes. You've been a member of CCF, as best I can tell, about 15 years, maybe a little more. Yes. Okay. Yep. Just shortly after they launched. And um, so the first question is, yeah. why? Why did you join CCF? What was? Yeah. Why did the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation a- appeal to you back then and, and uh, still today? So let's... Let's take it from the angle maybe of the listeners, right? Yeah. Because I don't I don't know who tunes into these broadcasts with you. Neither do I. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> well, that's a beauty of podcasting. It kind of goes where it will. You never know, right? When you see the metrics later, sometimes you're just like, wow, um, there's people all over this country listening and there's international listeners. But of course, the bulk of our audience is right here in San Diego County. I love it. Well, the direct answer to the question is my friend and CPA at the time, Tom Applegate, one of the founders also of the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation was, he was responsible. He was the one that said one day, I'd like you to take a look at this local organization. So the reason I ask about your audience is because there are those that are going to be passing by listening to this. Yep. And they're going to be those, like you said, that that don't live here, don't have uh, skin in the game, so to speak, of, mm-hmm. with Carlsbad, but they're going to be a lot of residents, perhaps. Yes. A lot of folks that work here in Carlsbad. Yes. Perhaps they own a business, derive their income from Carlsbad. I'm looking at your wonderful posters. It might be listeners that just come and enjoy Carlsbad for the vacation and everything yeah, that we have here, right? Absolutely. So for those folks, the reason that I got involved with Carlsbad and that I think some of those folks should as well is because it is a beautiful place. We are in a in paradise. I'm not from here originally, right? I was born yeah. in Canada and then I grew yeah. up in Northeast London for 10 years and now 30 years here. So yeah, I sound a little biased, but Carlsbad's paradise. Yeah. I mean, it really, really is. So as we, I guess, as you, as you get older, as you um, look at your community and the community that you love, you sort of ask yourself, what am I doing for my community? Mm. Yeah. And yes, it was someone introducing it to me. I had no idea what CCF was. We call it CCF for short, Carlsbad yeah. Charitable Foundation. But then after that, you realize all the good that we do, but not just the good that we do, but all of the needs that are here. So yes, it mm. is paradise. But we still have all of the the same issues that you see across the country. 
Yes. Right? And so CCF, the idea of it is to continue to improve the lives, celebrate Carlsbad, invest in Carlsbad, yep. and just make sure that we are looking after as many people as we can. Uh, and that's that's really the heart of it. I love that. Thank you for for sharing your story on that. You mentioned, uh, what was the name of the gentleman who introduced you to it? Tom Applegate. Tom Applegate. Okay. I wanted to get that correct. And you mentioned he was one of the founders. So Carlsbad Charitable Foundation was started um, in 2007 correct. by a, a group of residents who were passionate for the local community. And I'm going to, yes. I'm going to say probably saw some unfulfilled needs. Would that be fair to say? Yes. Yeah, and so they come together and say, we can we can step into the gap. Yes, no one knows Carlsbad and the needs of Carlsbad better than those that live here, whether they're in the corporate world, whether they're in government, small business owner, just local residents. The idea is exactly that, that we know if we're paying attention and if we have the resources, we know what needs taken care of here. I love that. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a brief pause to give a moment for our sponsor to introduce themselves. And when we come back, we're going to dig into the purpose and mission statement and then talk about what you guys do and how you do what you do. So stick with us, folks. I'm talking to Justin Peake, the chair of the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation. We'll be right back. So Justin, right before the break, uh, we were kind of talking about the founding of CCF and um, those passionate group of residents and community members who who saw there was a um, you know maybe some gaps that weren't needs weren't being met what I'd like to do is read the mission statement yes. and the purpose statement for um, CCF that and I think I probably pulled this right off the website perfect so it says we serve as the most effective funding force in supporting strengthening and growing nonprofits in our community. That's the purpose of CCS. Now, I, I love that. I, I, I'm going to come to the mission statement in a moment, but I love that it says the most effective funding source. So yes. tell me about that a little bit. Why, yep. why would you consider it an effective funding source? Excellent. Uh, great question. So let's go again to perhaps a listener. If I were to ask your listeners right now that, that live in Carlsbad, tell me right now the top five areas of need in the Carlsbad community, please. Tell me what they are. Is it health and human services? Is it education? Is it food scarcity, homelessness, substance abuse? What is it? Those are all present. What's the priority order? Please tell me. Yeah. And I would imagine few really know that. And that's understandable because we're busy, right? We have yeah. lives, we have families. And so when we say we're the most effective funding source, we're an all volunteer organization, which is, which is critical. So first and foremost, everyone that's involved has chosen to be. Yep. Donates their time donates their money. Yep. And because we are open to all, we do have this beautiful cross-section of members. And when you have that cross-section of members that represent all parts of the community, and then now you form grant committees yep. and you put out formal requests for proposals. And we're sitting right now, don't hold me to it, but for this grant period coming up, somewhere between 55 to 60 letters of interest, meaning mm -hmm. charities that are asking us that need money. No one really knows how to, you know, it's hard to put that in context, but let me put that in context. Last, last year, which was another breakthrough year, we had 40. Nice. The year before we had in the 30s. So, so what do you growing. infer from that? The it's need growing. is growing, right? Yeah. So so yes, definitely. The We call ourselves the most effective funding source because if you are, like I say, if you're living here, working here, 
just taking pleasure in visiting Carlsbad, you've got a vested interest, and so we feel that we do know best. That said, we do have important infrastructure, as you've probably also read, and those listening could could dig in online. We have fantastic support from the San Diego Foundation. We are what they call a regional affiliate. Yes, And that's yes, very yes. important support. Yes, and I'm, I'm going to circle back to that in just a minute. That's great. Thank you. So then let me let me now um, tackle the mission statement here. Here, The mission is to celebrate and invest in Carlsbad. I'm sorry, I use shorthand. I'm trying to read my own writing. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. We improve our quality of life and meet emerging needs through responsible philanthropy, our community endowment, yes. annual grant making, and legacy planning that will benefit Carlsbad now and forever. So I love that celebrate and invest in Carlsbad because that's key. Quality of life. I'm really glad that that's mentioned because as you mentioned, this is paradise. Yeah. And, yep. but, but it comes with a cost. Yes. You, you don't, paradise doesn't get sustained Correct. without uh, people intentionally uh, being involved actively in investing. And so then the mission statement talks about philanthropy, community endowment, grant making, which you touched on slight, a tiny bit and legacy planning. So first of all, why don't we, why don't we cycle back to that uh, endowment? Um, talk, sure. talk about that. Sure. So I'll talk to it through, through how our membership works, if that's okay, because mm -hmm. that makes it's linear, makes the most sense. I think for those that are brand new listening yeah. uh, and learning about us. So when a, when a member makes an annual contribution, let's go with the individual or the family suggested donation, which is a thousand dollars a year. Yes. Okay. We receive that thousand dollars. It gets split in half. 500 goes to the endowment. I'll come back to that. You just asked in a moment. The other 500 is granted that very year. And we can talk about the grant process yes. in a little bit as well. That grant portion is immediately matched. Another $500. It's 100% it's matched due to the generosity of, of someone that passed away a long time ago in North County that left an enormous amount of money for that specific purpose. Yeah. So first things first, $1,000 turns into 1500 immediately. Your question was around the endowment. Yeah. Like anything, it's always good to have current income, right? I come from mm -hmm. the financial planning world. Yes. yes, wonderful to have good current income to pay for your lifestyle, pay for your bills. But then what? Yeah. How do you sustain the future? You need to create an endowment. And for those not familiar with endowments, it just means a good large bucket of money so that down the road you can become self-sustainable yep. so that while you continue to receive those annual donations, which will always continue, we'll always have a membership structure. We've also simultaneous, simultaneously, excuse me, built a bucket of around a million dollars since we started that we can dip into to supplement grant making in the year, but yep. the idea is for that to grow and grow. Yep. And then we can draw from that, you know, let's go to the future when that is 10 million, when that is 50 yeah. million. And now that's self-sustaining. So we will always need and want the ongoing contributions from our, our residents and yep. citizens. But like most charities, eventually you want to have this large endowment so you can self-sustain. Yes. So you have so. your own um, sustainable source of income. Any given year, um, the donations that come in could be slow yes. for some reason. But if you have that endowment, a solid endowment, you're going to have your a steady source of income to continue to invest in the community. Perfect example. Let's use what we just came through. Let's use COVID. Yes. It's, uh, I think it's fair to say that for a lot of folks, incomes were down. Mm -hmm. And yet, conversely, almost like a scale going the opposite direction, the needs rose. Yeah. Right? That's so true. Food scarcity going into uh, increased homelessness. So here we have a larger need, but perhaps we have lower contributions. That's exactly what the endowment's for. And we can reach into that bucket and help supplement to make sure that we are granting out and helping those charities. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. And as you mentioned, the endowment is now over a million dollars, correct? Yes. Yes. I have not looked at it in the last 30 days, but it's been hovering right there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say a million and growing because all these listeners are going to be adding on to it. So it's all good. (laughs) I, you know, here's my ass. Let's, let's cut to the chase. Okay, go. Anyone listening to this again, that you have a stake or claim in Carlsbad, you're not too busy. You don't have too much. You don't have too little. You can be actively participating. We can explain that later. We can, you can be passively participating. Everyone listening to this, even on the other side of the world can contribute and participate if they wish to. And so my ask is that they raise their hand, they send an email, they look at the website and just engage us. Love it. Happy to educate. Love it. Love it. So let's transition to the um, annual grant making. So as you mentioned, the revenues that come in from members and people who invest, half will go to the endowment, the other half will go to immediate grant making. And you've touched on it slightly. So um, talk a little bit about the process. So we could have some folks listening like, oh, how do I apply for a grant? So we get to hear about that. And then about the type of dollars that uh, the the foundation has given the last couple of years-ish. Absolutely. So it's the fun part, right? I mean, it really is. There's nothing like the feeling of handing out large checks to charities mm-hmm. that need it most to, to help those in Carlsbad. So the the grant process, again, this is all volunteer, but yes. I want um, for visual for those listening, think of it like a filtration system, like a funnel narrowing as you go down. So we are blessed again because of the, the diversity of membership. We have those that have a background in grant writing. Yeah, We have those that have been in government and organization. So we're not just there to say, hey, apply. We're there to say, hey, we can also help you apply. Mm, I like that. So let's go to the, the grant making process. So as I shared earlier, this year we have about 55, 60 indications of interest, letters of interest, applications, let's call it. When those are received, we have a grant committee that their role now is to review those. And, and I should also say prior to that, most years we will focus on maybe one or multiple Areas of priority. Areas of priority, sure. Been a little bit open the last few years because COVID has affected most everything. Yeah. Right? So we're also going to pay attention to that. So we have our area of focus. We now look and review those applications, those letters of interest. It gets narrowed down. Think of the funnel. It's going down a little further. And then we start going into things like site visits. Mm -hmm. And then we end up with, uh, voted on and worked through with the board and the members, we end up with a finalist list. So we, let's say we start with 50 and we end up with 10. What's beautiful about CCF from a membership standpoint, and when we say most effective philanthropy in Carlsbad, is our members vote on that priority order list. So making this up, last year we, well, not making this up, last year we gave out about $90,000, $92,000, but let's say we're giving out $100,000 yes. this year. And there's 11 organizations that made it, and they all want $10,000, let's say. They all need that for their cause. Well, we can't grant it to all. So what we do is we put out the vote to membership. And to qualify for membership, there are there is a minimum donation level. Individual family, $1,000 a year. Under $40, $250 a year. Your local businesses, hint, hint, my businesses yes. listening to hint, this hint. out there. My members, hint, yes. hint. Yes, $1,500. $1,500, that's a steal. It's a, a, it is a steal. It's a, steal. it's a, what is it? Black Friday doorbuster. That's right. <laughs> Get in here because it's also a fantastic uh, opportunity for exposure to, to really the people that are making things happen in the city. Yeah. So anyways, but now you have uh, those that, that have given at that minimum level that earns you a vote. Nice. Once everyone has voted all digital electronic, now we have a rank order. 
The monies will be distributed until they're exhausted. But let's say that number 10 and 11, there wasn't enough money left. Yes. We don't just leave them in the dust. They know through the process that that could happen, that you may not, you yep. may not be a finalist and you may not be voted as, as one of those receiving a check. But we'll go back to membership and let them know that, hey, number 10 and 11 didn't make the cut. If this was your vote, if this is a, a cause close to your heart, we want you to know so that if you would like to write an additional check, to help them out. Write it to them. Yeah. So it's it's um it's very fair. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. very fair process. And again, um, I'll I'll touch on something that you haven't asked, but it's sensitive in this environment when people give monies to charities. We're all volunteer and there's no there's no money extracted from the donation. For overhead. No overhead. No overhead. Yeah. The endowment. No admin. No admin. We've mm -hmm. got um probably not for this podcast, but we have incredible infrastructure support from the San Diego Foundation. Right. We don't pay for our printing. We don't pay for the advertising. Right. Um the endowment monies, they are managed, right? Like anyone's portfolio, investment course, portfolio, listen yes. to this. Very low. We're talking a quarter percent. Yeah. So when you give to CCF, you know that every single dollar is going to go to the cause. And it's also run by volunteers. And if you're a volunteer, that means obviously that you care. Yeah. And so it's it's being run by very kind-hearted people that, that have a vested interest in just making sure that this place stays amazing. Yes, yes, yes. And so I think with the history, the organization started in 2007, mm -hmm. we should um, note that in that time frame, the organization has now given away over a million dollars into the community of Carlsbad. Is that right? Uh, 1.26 plus. 1.26 million plus over the years. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and what I'd love to uh, have you kind of just share so that people have context is yes. just off the top of your head, because um, I didn't give you this question ahead of time. That's I, okay. I, I probably should have, but just rattle off some of the things you can think of that have been supported through yeah. the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation over a variety of years. It doesn't have to be just last year or whatever, but in the past. Excellent. I, that's a great question too, because it also allows me, if it's if it's okay to put CCF in context of the other causes that those listening care about. Yes, yes. So so CCF is not to is not to replace those charities close to your heart. Right. Perhaps it's cancer, perhaps it's Alzheimer's, Homeless, perhaps it's, it's yeah. home, whatever it is. But again, it's the focus is what what are you doing? What could you do here in the local community? So grant recipients could be Boys and Girls Club, national mm -hmm. organization, but they have a footprint right here in Carlsbad. Similar might be Meals on Wheels, national organization, but they can pin down the doors that they deliver food to those that need it. Yep. Could be local. So let's use let's use you guys in a second as an example, but then let's also use Kids for Peace. Yes. Okay. What is needed in this world right now? Yeah. More kind-hearted. Kindness. And where does it start? If you can teach it, instill it when they're young, you have a better chance of it sticking with them when they're older. So for those listening, if you want something to do that's really neat, and if you have children, young children, let's say elementary, high school, Kids for Peace actually has a worldwide peace pen pal program. You can contact them and they will match you up with a pen pile somewhere else in the world. Now, that organization, the reason I mentioned it is we granted $10,000 to them. They made it through the process, through that funnel. And we were one of the reasons that they actually were able to begin. And oh, now they're wow. in over 121 countries. Yes. they. I can't even describe all the good things they do. And, and millions just, and millions of students millions. participate in their kindness challenge every year. It's so cool. Now, on the other side of that, it could be some of the organizations um, that received in the last year or two where they are they are making sure that younger children, especially those that are more impoverished financially, are eating 
properly, mm-hmm. right? Versus yep. the junk foods that are obviously unhealthy. Um, it could be some years um, helping with things like rebuilding some of our stairs down to the beach. Right here at home, I mean, your Rising Star program, you yes. could speak to that better than I could. Um, yes. But what a fantastic way to build confidence and celebrate our local students. You should yeah. you should share what yeah, that is. Yeah, you guys helped us. When I came to Carlsbad, um, I brought this uh, program called the Rising Star of the Month from my previous chamber. And uh, one of the hardest things about starting a new program anywhere is getting you know support right off the bat. And so you guys granted us funds that helped us really launch the program. And that program honors one high school senior from each of our Carlsbad area high schools each month in a breakfast. And then uh, at the end of that school year, then those students are eligible to apply for a rising star of the year and get uh, scholarships. And, um, you know, those kind of programs don't happen without financial support. And so you guys came along uh, very early in the program and helped us get it launched. And now it's very sustaining. So much appreciated. It was, it, it, that thing ripped through the process because everyone saw the value in it. And, and I think also what it, what it, it's important to know is that everyone will know the rising star program, right? The parents, the schools, et cetera, but they may not know the invis- one of some of the invisible forces behind it, like CCF. Right. And so one of them, thank you for having me on for this, because that's very important for people to know that we are the charity that funds other charities within Carlsbad. Right. And so we are less visible because the monies do end up with, like I say, it could be interfaith community services. It could sure. be Boys and Girls Club. Those are all known. We are lesser known, but we're vital cog in the process. And so we're sitting here in the chamber today and you've heard my stump speech a zillion times at the yes. various events when I, when I speak as current chair, you know, when someone opens a business in Carlsbad, you know what happens. You, you end up joining the chamber. We it's, hope. Hint, you hint, hope. Hint. If, you you, hope. if you're not a member, listen to Justin. Oh, the resources. I mean, plenty, <laughs> plenty of resources. You guys do an incredible job. And so in that same mindset, right? Yeah. If you open a business, run a business in Carlsbad, do you often join the Carlsbad chamber? Why? Well, you're not all going to work together, but you all work together to support the business community. Correct. Yes. Fantastic network of quality professionals and businesses. Our dream with CCF is that if you are a resident of Carlsbad, it's an automatic. Yes. At some point you're introduced to CCF and it's just a, it's just a no brainer. Of course mm-hmm. we join. And so I want to touch on something else too, which is there's no minimum donation level. Mm. So I know that money is tighter at, at sometimes versus others. We're all busy, but there's not a single person, no offense to every single person listening to this that cannot contribute financially. Cause I see everybody lined up at Starbucks and lofty <laughs> and everywhere else. You could give that type of small donation recurring and we would welcome it. And um, I alluded to active and passive earlier, right? Yeah. Is it all right if I share a little bit of that yes, philosophy? Yes, Okay. So those that know the investment world, there's there's two there's two real form uh, theses, if you will. Active management, think of like a Warren Buffett going in there and choosing and picking. And then there's passive. Ah, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to own some of everything. I just want to passively own my investments. Yeah. CCF has the exact same involvement. So the volunteers that you've heard a lot about if you want to not just contribute financially, but jump in because you have a skill set that we could use, I think of Matt Anderson, grant writer on yeah. our board. I mean, you can't pay to have that type of yeah, expertise. Uh, expertise and experience. But let's say that, or let's just say you don't have perhaps the, the background that, that pertains to philanthropy, but I want to jump in and help you organize events. Yep. It doesn't matter what your skill set is or isn't. 
we welcome that active involvement, but we also welcome those that just say, hey, I am too busy at this stage of life. I'm happy writing a check. I don't know what the causes are that need it most. So I'm really happy to know that there is an organization that you'll do all of that for me. I'm going to be a passive member. And we also love that and welcome that. So they're both held in equal value to us. For sure. But, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're busy and young, you don't have as much time to jump in. And other times you may be more retired. You can jump in and, yeah. and help. So we welcome all of you. Yeah, <laughs> Bottom line, sure. we'd love all your participation. And that the value, you, you shared it really quickly there, but the, the value of having a trusted organization who's going to vet the needs. Yes. So I know if I'm giving, I'm going to say giving through the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation, that it's going to get to different places that um, are definite, legit needs in my community. So that's wonderful. And I agree, if you live here, but also if you own a business here, maybe you live in one of our neighboring communities, which is great, but you have a business in Carlsbad, you're blessed. So join the chamber, join CCF. That's just bottom line. And can I share one a new aspect, something that we've Please. actually just launched in the last year? Because let's say that you're sitting listening to this and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to participate in your normal process, the grant making, the voting. But you know, I also have an idea. There's something special that I want to do or address within the Carlsbad community. And either I've got the money or I can organize the money. How do I do that? Well, we've launched a special project committee so that we can do exactly that. Nice. So the other thing is that if you're listening to this at home in your car at work and there's something on your mind, hey, could we be doing this? Or I want to lead this. We also welcome that communication conversation, if you will, because now we also have built out that committee. And that's really important because there are people that are out there and we've had it asked. That's why we created it. I want to give, but I'd like to give in this specific fashion still to benefit Carlsbad. But can we do this? And it might be yeah. something Legac other. Legacy projects. that Legacy. So yeah. another one. Um, all right to speak to legacy yeah, for a second. So, you know, again, we live in a very blessed community. Yeah. No matter your socioeconomic status to live here, you've done well to, to a degree, right? Because sure. it's not easy to live here. But what do you do with the next generation? I watch my kids. They're growing up, you know, you have children. Yep. They're growing up in a bubble within a bubble, as we've said. But how do you start to instill philanthropy at that young age? So grandparents listening, this is time for you to tune in. And parents, yeah. CCF is a wonderful teaching tool. Imagine that you sat with your grandchild and you walked them through, or or your your child. It's not just grandparents and grandchildren, but adult, you know, parent and child. Imagine that you join CCF. And now you've got a tool to help teach philanthropy to that next generation. And you walk them through, hey, it's time for us to vote. Mm. Or your child, hey, what, what do you care about? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we passed this, this gentleman or this woman who looks in need, you know, next to the Starbucks and, and looks perhaps homeless and might need help. What are we doing in the community? So they could bring that idea. And guess what? That could be put forward to as a, as a uh, letter of interest, if you will, as an organization. Yep. And imagine that, imagine your child now having that ability to raise something to the profile of perhaps a, a future vote for grant monies to go out to. So I think there's a lot of uses for CCF. Yep. It all boil, it all like that funnel, it all comes down yep. to the most important thing, which is getting money in the hands of the best organizations to look after this place. Love it. So if somebody wants to learn more, maybe this is the first time they're hearing about the Carlsbad Charitable Foundation. I believe the URL, the website is Carls, carlsbadcharitablefoundation.org. 
Yes, and a simple Google search as well, Carlsbad yeah. Charitable Foundation. There, we are, as I say, an affiliate of a, a regional affiliate of the San Diego Foundation. So you can find us through the San Diego Foundation. A simple Google works. I mean, I don't know what you can or can't share on a podcast, but I, you know, they can. People can email me. Listening yeah. this, go for it. Send me an email. Literally, it's pretty simple, right? My email is actually also quite easy too. Justin at peakwealth.com, but it's like peekaboo, not mountain peak. Yeah, like take a peek. P double E K. So Justin at peakwealth.com. Send me a note. Put just put CCF in your subject line. I'll know what on earth it's regarding. Perfect. Give me your name and number and we'll follow up and tell me what you what further you'd like to know. Perfect. Love it. Carlsbad Charitable Foundation.org or Justin at peakwealth.com. That's it. Peakwealth.com. All right. There you go. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking time to come down and share all the great work. And thank you for all you do for uh, the foundation, but for our community. Uh, thank you guys. This exposure is fantastic and, and uh, it's incredibly important. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio and please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.